Yo, back with yet another episode of the Spectators Podcast. I'm Packy alongside Q the Bars. Hey. Dirty, dirty, dirty Duke loving Dish Dagler. <laughs> what a dose. Wow. MOT. Hey. What a do. It's good. What's happening, boys? What's poppin', people? A lot, of, a lot of madness this weekend. Oh, must be March. Did anybody else sit in front of the TV? For the vast majority, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I watched most of the games. Except for Duke, probably. Yeah, he was. No, I watched that one. Fake fan. Missed the first half because I was. Yup. I was golfing. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. (laughs) Knew who was going to win. Did you watch the state game? Yep. Bullshit. Well, missed the second (laughs) half, but. uh... Every second of it. What do you guys think of the tourney so far? What are your thoughts? Pretty exciting. Been good. Exciting. Little, uh, a few more blowouts than I normally see, I think. Mad chalky. Yeah. Like, for the most part. All the ones are in it. All the twos are in it. All the threes are in it. Mm -hmm. It's, I think they said, um, one perfect bracket out there somewhere. No, it's done. Really? I heard 48 for 48. At least. The ESPN one. Oh, was Aaron Ravel, which was seven, I it was done. 17.2 million. That's how many know? were on ESPN? Yeah. Damn. I thought, I think Darren Ravel tweeted something today that there was a perfect one out there. Oh. Which to me, it was, like, if there were ever going to be a year that it would be, it would be this year, just with how chalky it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, how are your guys' brackets doing? What are your final fours? Uh, Duke, North Carolina. Uh, All the ones? No. Um, I don't know. Fuck, who's... I got Duke, Florida State, Tennessee, North Carolina. Ah, Florida State. I got Tennessee, North Carolina, Gonzaga, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Taking down Duke. (laughs) (laughs) They do always struggle with Virginia Tech, but... Yeah, I was convinced that uh, that last second tipping was going in. Dude, and he he balled out, man. He's Went nice. Damn, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's pretty really nice. Good. I didn't know he was at Michigan. I didn't either until and after started at Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea until after. That's dope. It's pretty fucking. Did you look man. into that at all? Like, what was no? Um, suppose I don't know. No, I didn't. Okay, word. Yeah, I think he just transferred there when his dad started coaching at UCF. Because then they said he sat out a year for the transfer, and then he sat out a whole another year for an injury or something like that. So oh, he actually had like a couple years. I off. knew he sat out with a because of the transfer, but I didn't hear about yeah. that. So I guess that makes sense why like he popped back up on the radar, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, he was at Michigan." Yeah, he's he was nice. But no, that was probably was, that was probably the game of the tournament. So that far, other guard was really nice too. The number one, I think, the guy that missed the last. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I okay. Obviously, I don't want Duke to win, but man, UCF blew that shit. They did. Yeah. Like, dude, what were they up three with like thirty seconds left? They or were something? up six with a minute and a minute and like whatever amount of seconds left, and then they missed that alley oop when they were up two. That was crazy. It's just they were up right four. Hands. Oh, were they? Up yeah, they were up four. I thought four. they might have been more than two. Me, and my dad were talking. There about were two that. minutes left, and they were up yeah. four. Mm. So That's, that would have made it six. And I'm one like I was talking to my my pops about it, and like. Oh, why he was like, why are you throwing an alley oop there? And like, I think Charles Barkley was saying the same thing or something. Mm-hmm. I'm of the mindset like, dude, these guys make that play all the time. Yeah, half the time, the throwing of the alley oop there for those guys is is the right play. Like right. trying to make some other type of pass is actually a harder pass to make mm-hmm. than the oop. It was in his hands, bro. You you yeah. gotta you gotta make right the play. There. Yeah, because going you're playing against Duke. Yeah, you could pull the ball out up four with two minutes left and and run some clock. I wouldn't be mad at it. Like right. that might even been my initial reaction. But dude, you're UCF playing against dude. You gotta you gotta play to win, man. Mm-hmm. Go get that bucket. It you just gotta like execute it. it. Been, it felt like it would have been like damn near over too. Hey, Don't you think that play gets like executed momentum. like yeah, ninety nine times out of hundred? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. The fact it slipped out of his hands is like, oh whoa. And it and it was Dawkins. Like Yeah. You know what I'm really tired of seeing though is these motherfuckers. That are talking about how like the refs did it again for Duke. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. Shut up, no. God! I'm so sick of that. <laughs> shit. I don't want to hear that. There's there's shit that could go like the refs did it again. Yeah, because uh, get the fucking Zion was playing taco? this little ass dude, and he pushed off in the paint on that and one. 
because the dude went flying and he fucking taco shit wasn't a foul, even though he literally absolutely assaulted him. And not, not true. Yes, he did. I mean, I'm not replay. saying it wasn't a foul. I'm he just, just went. He just tried to go through him. Okay, I thought. whatever. So there's just hell of you want you assaulted, whatever. Fouls, foul. And then okay, uh, but there's, this, there's being assaulted, and then there's. Well, go watch the replay. I bet you'll think differently. Uh, um, he didn't pull it up, Mo. If you're if you're <laughs> pull seven, it up, let's watch it. If you're seven six, you don't need to put your hands down at all. And he went right. Yeah, down but when top. a three hundred pound dude comes and crashes into you, like some shit's gonna happen. Right, you're gonna foul him, assault him. Yeah, foul. <laughs> and then everyone was bitching about how. Uh, R.J. Barrett pushed the guy in the back on the rebound on the missed free throw. I didn't see that. And he literally just, like, moved into him. Yeah, dude. Like, I, you better box out harder on the last second I agree. play yeah. of the game. I wanted Yeah, to, that was weak. I, I, mean, I wanted on. to see that. Like, I saw people bitching about it, and I was yeah. going to look, and I was like, okay, let's let's see this shit. <laughs> and I didn't see it, man. It, like, you better try and rebound a little harder yeah. than that guy did. And, dude, everyone, especially uh, Taco Files Out, yeah. And so, and Zion's got to make this free throw, but he's not like the illest shooter of all time. Right. Everyone watching that game is like, box the fuck out. Like, right. this is a big ass rebound. Yeah. And no, dude, you just, he, to me, he just kind of stood there and wanted to jump and get it. And it didn't work out that yeah. way. Mm -hmm. The dude barely got bumped. It looked like, I mean, I'm sure he got bumped a little bit at but least. That but like, all the time. Yo, well, that's what I'm saying. You got to. I'd be like, pissed. You better be boxing him out to the three point line yeah. in that situation. If if, like, if if like my team was Duke in that situation and that foul got called, I'd be pissed. Like that. Oh yeah, that's it's you, not a you can't call especially it in, that in that situation. And like right. the whole Zion like charge on the last play or not not no call charge could it have been? Yeah, I guess. could it not be? Yeah, am I glad they didn't call it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I I didn't think he like. Because he did yeah. the, almost did the exact low. same thing like three plays and before that, and they called it, but he did extend a little. Yeah, I yeah. still, I mean, I thought either it was more way, than the last but one. the the last one, that dude's just not very big, yeah. and no. like you have, there's got to be some contact somewhere yeah. if you're yeah. driving into the lane, and that's why I I agree with you. I didn't like the ref stuff. Like, yeah, UCF UCF had it, and I do. Yeah, where there are there always certain calls that can go one way or another for sure, but I I do remember. Like the the charge on Zion there. Yeah. There was another call, I think, even on Zion somewhat late. Taco had a few plays that could have been fouls that weren't. Like it goes both ways, man. Yeah, and, for sure. You know, I'll just stand by my whole thought that college basketball needs six fouls. I don't want that game to have Taco dealing with foul trouble, Cam Reddish dealing with foul trouble. Just put the players on the court and let them fucking yeah. handle it, dude. I hate I that. Be mad at that at all. I hate mm -hmm. that shit. But yeah, that was to me that was the game of the tournament um, so far. No, no, like, well, the LSU-Maryland game was a good finish. Was the um, UC Irvine, like, the biggest upset? Yeah. Or Well, they were playing a 13. But or, I, no, they were the 13. Who yeah. they um, UC Irvine beat, I don't know, Oregon beat Wisconsin. Oh, uh, they Kansas played, State. No, yeah, but they played Oregon the next yeah, one. And yeah. that's a 13-12 matchup. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so those were some. Yeah, one of the least least crazy first weekends, I think, I, I remember. Yeah. It was it was good though. Makes for some dope matchups now too. Yeah, that's yeah, there's sure. a lot of good ones. Um, oh, did you guys see the uh, UCF locker room after like Johnny Dawkins talking and Joe they had like brutal. the audio of the kids like crying oh, in the background? Shit. That was hard. To, I'm like, that was hard this to listen shit to. off. Yeah. God dang. That's probably like a lot of teams though. Oh, oh yeah, all oh, of I'm them. sure it's every, all of them. Yeah, yeah. But just after watching how rough of a loss that's that was. such yeah. a brutal loss though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's, that's like that'd be upset of the freaking. Decade. This Dude, is supposed to be like the super team. Like, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. Is you're up against Duke and you come that close. Yo, they were ready, and you should have won it. And you yeah, should have like won. Five yeah. You had you had yeah. multiple chances to win that they, game. They came out ready to play. I think Duke's beatable. I've said that the whole year, and I think obviously with Zion, it's huge. say that again. I need to get a soundbite of that. <laughs> Duke's 100 beatable this year, and I think like any. Any team could do it, you know. You just Especially have, one like, Gonzaga game. did it, and um, I think Kentucky is a totally different team now. If they met up, it wouldn't be like the first game of the year when they beat them by like forty. Right. You know, there's teams get better over the years and over the year, and with Zion or not, you know, if they're not hitting shots and another team plays it right, like I thought UCF played did everything they needed to do to beat them, except for the last Finish. few plays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, um, Dax is on record saying he's gonna root for State if they play Duke. I so. always what? do. What? 
I literally always do. Root for state. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are so stupid. In the same way that I root for state, or you're no, weak no, I root for state. No, there's no way. You can't. He can't root for state in the same way you do if he's if he's all hard about Duke winning that game. I'm not gonna go cry in the corner if Michigan State loses to Duke. That's the only difference. Not a true fan. Well, <laughs> there's where we differ. I'm gonna go cry in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I know. You go cry no in the corner kid. all the time. Yes, I'm a real fan. <laughs> Not doesn't have anything to do with state, and you'll cry in the corner. That's fine. We're real fan of whatever it is. Um, what did you guys think about all the Izzo shit going on? Oh my god, Izzo and Aaron Henry. That shit pisses me off. Just I think it was. Pointless. I think it was good to hear from um, old players like Draymond Green. You know, because you know, I mean, obviously he was there, but he was Izzo's freaking dog, yard dog. And always one thing that drove me crazy back in the day, and I would always talk to Dags about it, is he'd always just have his arm around Izzo all like right after yeah, he fucks. I'm like, so bro, nice. get right. Fuck. Ugh, this shit's annoying. <laughs> I know fuck. it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's a it's a good story. You know what I mean? It's like a it it takes care of like a day for media outlets of like Which is so annoying. <laughs> That's what it's about, though. You just need to grab attention for a day. But that's what's day. especially annoying about that shit is, at least from what I saw, it's n it wouldn't have been the story had it not been for media outlets that have nothing to do with sports. Right. Like, they're the ones that made it into a big I didn't, thing. I didn't really see, because um, I don't watch too much of shit that's not, like, sports channels. So who was talking about it that wasn't? Like I, I was just looking at Twitter after it happened, and there's, like, publications posted like yeah. i don't even remember specifically but like new york times and like gotcha. you know like come on you guys <laughs> yeah. don't have yeah, yeah there were like in-depth articles don't just pipe shit. in now all of a sudden you have you, Yo, you just, haven't seen anything all mm. year all career this you just this just pop this clip popped up for you i think it was good most the uh, bigger name guys in sports like svp and um even like LeBron and fuck. Joel wanted me to make you know. sure that uh, we gave LeBron an extra respect point for posting that. Yeah. In <laughs> we got you, Joe. Um, Dude, but any athlete you know, would, yeah, exactly. would do that. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, that's the thing. The actual sports. If you guys actually play sports, like, you know that. Yeah. And, it, and like we were talking about over the weekend or whatever, um, Izzo's never tried to hide that that's the coach he is. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, he's you know not, what you're getting. In. He's not right. like Bob Knight where he's like, choking guys or that was it the Rutgers coach that was chucking basketballs at guys in practice and shit it's like that was that's not yeah. the case you know I think he has a good relationship with these guys most of the time and when you fuck up you fuck up and you get yeah. held accountable for it and that's yeah. the way college sports are like yeah. even the coaches that like Coach K for instance he kicks guys out of practice all the time you read his books he does but he does it in practice mm, but that right. doesn't mean he's not getting after guys like crazy mm, yeah. right you know so it's it's like you guys are well and that's what i mean you get all the people just with the speculative bullshit if this is what he does in the game imagine what he does in practice oh, right. and then like yeah. dude the the one i the one i had to comment on with the bleacher report that posted the picture of him like yelling at henry and then another picture zoomed in on his fist. Yeah, they were doing you the are, you know, me. That, that's, that's, shit. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But this is this was just like an article, whatever, yeah. zoomed in on his fist to try to... What are you trying to say? Right. Like, you can't make a fist when you're angry. Like, Supposed that means to... you're going to punch the dude. Ah! Right. right. Like, come on, man. That's just like irresponsible journalism. But, I will say, too, though, like, although we know this is how Izzo is, and mm. like, I don't think we all agree that it's not a big deal. There is, like, it can look bad. You know what For I'm sure. saying? It's just... There, it gets to a point, and it, it kind of goes to Draymond's tweet when he was talking about, you just want him to, like, shut up and get to the next play. Because it's like, okay, all right, like, we get it. Let's hurry this shit up type. It just looks kind of, you know, like, we see it all the time because we're state fans. Yeah. We see this every week, multiple times a week. Mm -hmm. So it's not a big deal, but I could understand how it looks a little crazy. But That's why I hit Dags up, like, when it happened, and we had a little conversation about it just because it sucks – in social media, how everything gets boiled down to like black and white. And it's like, you either are on this side where you're soft as shit and you don't know sports, whatever. Yeah. Or this is, this is just, you know, this is the worst thing in the world. And Izzo needs to be out of college basketball. Mm. When in reality, like there's probably a lot of people that feel how I feel, how Dag seemed to, to feel. 
that there's obviously a place for this style of coaching. The world has gotten too soft in calling for Izzo's head and all this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, if I'm a player in 2019, like if I'm a kid being recruited, Izzo's not like first on my list to go play for. Right. Like, right. I, like I don't really want that. Yeah. Some people might. That's what I was just about to say exactly. too. Some some players it doesn't bother at all. Yeah. Some people want to be like yell that so they can it can bring something out of them. Yeah. But you know, and that's that's knowing your players too. In yeah. a sense, like you might see that more at like a lower level because you know what you're getting into going to play for Izzo or yeah. going to play for this coach or that coach. Right. But at you know, like high school coaches, in my opinion, need to be they need to know their players well because this dude's not gonna you don't get to pick your players for we you know, you don't really get to pick your players. So you gotta know that this guy responds to yelling right. and that motivates him and this guy if you say anything bad to him, he just shuts down and plays like right. shit the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so knowing your personnel and like I said, Izzo seems to treat everyone the same for the most part, which mm-hmm. in the college level you probably should because they came to you. Yeah, exactly. Instance, you That's know? the key is is that everyone's all outraged and stuff. It's like those are the most important points. Izzo's always been like this mm-hmm. and the kids go choose to play for him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if if someone had a gun to their head or something, or if if this is some high school coach, like doing this, okay, maybe there's more of a conversation to be had because right. you know kids are just playing for fun and you know they don't necess- they don't choose a school based off the basketball coach. Like, but that's what's happening with with yeah. these kids is they're being recruited mm. by this guy mm. and they go play for him and well, he's never hidden how he and is. And that's the thing is we have to remember these are kids too. Like it, some kids, like yeah, you're gonna think that you don't need that and you have the right to go play for another coach if you do think that yeah. you don't need that you transfer yeah. right but the thing is like dude yeah in college like when i'm 19 years old i'm not going to think i need that i don't want that like mm-hmm. but the thing is maybe i do kind of need that and maybe it does make me a better player i'm just i just don't know that at the time right there's probably a lot of kids yeah. that could use it that don't want it and don't go play right. for it. So no one ever wants. That's it. their prerogative. No, that's their prerogative. Right. Yeah. There's always. There's usually something. Yeah. Good. I could see a lot of in. kids that end up playing for Izzo where where their their parents push them to play for him because they really exactly. like him yeah. and yeah. they think the kid could yeah. use it. Like when right. he goes exactly. and sits in their living room and recruits him, they're like, "You're gonna play for this guy." Exactly. Yeah. I could see that. But we, as a state fan, I bitch all the time about how Izzo, for as good of a program as MSU is, we don't get the top recruits and blah blah blah. I'm sure. His style of coaching is part of the reason. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, it sure. is what it is. Yeah. People just got to stop. Well, and he, like, he gets the most out of, like, you know, not, it's, he doesn't get Coach K, like, caliber players and exactly. things like that. Like, how do you think that he gets this kind of play out of people? Right. right. He pulls it out there. Yeah, know? dude. Like, yeah. coach, a lot of coaches can't fucking do that. No, that, right. that that's real. And that's mm-hmm. why, like, being a college hoops coach, there's, there's, basically two main facets to the job there's the in-game coaching and then right. there's the recruiting and mm-hmm. like is where where Izzo lacks as a as a recruiter he has an in-game coaching and motivating and shit like right. that and some other coaches like you know that get all these top recruits maybe some of them aren't as good at in-game coaches and stuff and don't bring the best out of those guys but i, I don't know man there's the bottom line there's a place for it like yeah, and these kids he didn't put his hands on he yelled right. at him Right. And like, I think it got, like you said, the optics of it when Cassius is like, oh, he needed one of his players to restrain. Him. No, he didn't. Cassius wanted him to like stop and move on. Yeah, like, it's yeah. not like, oh, oh, I think coach is going to punch him. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, exactly. People are so no, dumb. Yeah, people are. But that's why you have to, like, my initial gut reaction was these people are soft. Like, that's, that's why you have to, like, go to that. I know it's not right. I know that there's but a lot of You're other right though as there. far as the people that immediately see it go and get outraged that. and go to Twitter yeah. are soft. Right. Yeah. But then as far as the conversation we were having as far right. as like would you want to play for a coach right. like that? Right. That doesn't we can make ha- you soft. We can have that conversation. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Um it was exciting though. Yeah, LeBron gets respect points for for standing up for it uh and speaking of LeBron, I know Q's very excited about his new TV show. What yeah. is it? I don't even know what it is. I just looked at it today. Do do you have a do you have a synopsis of it? So it's pretty interesting, kind of how they've been rolling it out. And to answer your question directly, not really, but kind of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm very I'm intrigued. (laughs) That's my job. So um, 
initially it was just kind of like um initially you're trying to run for a million dollars and all you got to do is run a mile right so that's kind of how they were presenting it initially wow. like some basic shit then it's like oh now you got to do all these obstacles on the way and it's it's kind of like you're running through like the city like instead of i mean i guess you wouldn't just run on a fucking treadmill or some shit like that right. but it looked like chicago or something like that where they set up all this stuff i'm just saying chicago for big city purposes but um then just over the weekend they added that you're going to be getting chased by like these like professional athletes so like you get a two-minute head start and then they chase you down and if they catch you before you get to the finish, you don't get the million or some shit like That's that. Good. I, I tried to, I didn't spend a bunch of time Ill. on it, but I tried to like f figure out what it was today. Yeah. And that's kind of the vibe I got is like, I think they're intentionally not putting out all this information about right. it because they want, I think, it, I think it airs good, Wednesday. Does it? Yeah. I think okay. it's Wednesday. Um, but yeah, uh, it my, seemed my, to my. me like there's this either one or a team of defenders or whatever yep, that what are supposed exactly. to keep you from getting the million. Exactly. So, two minutes. so they don't just have to like beat you in the race. They have to like tackle your ass and they probably like, beat well, your ass. So yeah, and it's, and it's yeah, and it's like more <laughs> oh, than okay. just a running race. There's like right. obstacles and stuff. You got to run through the W, go through hotel lobbies, check I'll out, watch that check shit. in. No, it looks sweet. I bet LeBron can do that shit. Hell no, <laughs> You're he such can a put hater. that shit together. <laughs> and I forgot who the host is. Um, Anybody like, does anything in Dags? I bet LeBron couldn't do that. <laughs> Together. <laughs> Mo, can you find out who the host of the show is? I can't remember who it is. It's Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. He's about to motivate the fuck what... out of people. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus said, <laughs> run with all your might. Run. <laughs> well, you know it's going to be safe for network television. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll check that shit out. Yeah, no one's I'll, ever going to run as hard as me. LeBron and Tim race. Tebow collab. I'm, I'm, Yo, that sounds that. like a lot of corn. Bro. Yeah, it really does. We'll Good God, we'll see. I'll watch it. Just talk shit. About no, I'm watching it. that shit. Hell yeah. Um, what else we got? Oh, uh, Grant. Yeah, hung it Hanging up. up. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. You think he's done though? I Dude, do. his friggin' agent said uh, Drew Rosenhaus. Mm -hmm. Literally said, "Who's a character?" He goes, so, "If if yeah. yeah, if the team was struggling or they needed him at some point next year, and let's just say hypothetically, Tom Brady gave him a call and said, Rob, I need you.' I wouldn't be shocked if he came back to play a few games. <laughs> a, that's gonna start this whole new dumbass yeah. trend. <laughs> a, Brett miss Favre. me on my agent just coming out and saying that if right. I didn't tell him to. Yeah. I mean, like, let me retire in peace. Maybe that maybe he's cool with it. I don't yeah. know. But um, I doubt Gronk of all people. Yeah." No, I'm and, and Rosenhaus probably knows that. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I got you, Rob. He's he's joining the WWE <laughs> for sure. 100%. Yeah, him and Ronda, yeah. Rob and Ronda. They're going to be a tag team. If it happens, I called it fucking right here. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be tag surprised. team. Order. I mean, I don't blame him, dude. He stays injured. He's a big ass dude. Yo, and back issues. Yeah, of, of he can escape everything. now with whatever issues. Yeah, His elbow but especially. If your neck, he just—I mean, he's back. that type of player, you know, that he's gonna get injured. He's yeah. always the in Punisher. contact and right. You see the goat tight end? Nah. Who is? Had he? Uh, That's a really hard question. He just didn't. Tight ends like one of my so they positions. they had the uh, that discussion <laughs> on uh, Skip and Shannon today, and they were talking about him like he's missed <laughs> two two seasons worth of games. Really? Yeah. yeah. And what is he like thirty? How many seasons does he play? Like nine, ten, nine. Okay, but missed two. That's more than I thought. But missed two yeah. full seasons worth of. Who do you put above him? I Tony? gotta put either Tony, Tony or fucking Shannon. Shannon? Hell yeah! Nah, Tony soups for sure. Maybe uh, Dude, Tony has one playoff win. What's his name? Uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, he's in there Pretty too. Pretty damn good. Yeah, and his he never career won has one. been like. Tony has one know. playoff win. Yeah, but I don't hold that against tight end like I'd hold that against a quarterback. I mean, I thought you hold against everybody. No, because dude, at, at tight end, like well, any position other than quarterback, I would imagine I everything else is anybody. dependent positions on like the quarterback. That's what I mean. So like, right. I don't know, and that's that's part of the reason why I don't with how <laughs> few seasons he played. Like Gronk's biggest thing, yeah, he's super talented, but the numbers are off the the, the the Super Bowl wins is huge, and I'm not. It's something, but. 
that gets way more attributed to Tom Brady to me yeah. and Bill Belichick than it does Gronk. Yeah, just based know. off position. I wouldn't hate her. I mean, it's, to me, it's just what it is. Like, I mean, he obviously had a lot to do with those. It's like, like Robert Ory having a bunch of championships. Like, he was on the team. He contributed. He's important. Yeah. But Except, I don't attribute it to him like I do the fucking star player. Right. Only difference with that is is Gronkowski's been, like, the most dominant at his position. Or he's just been a, right. when you need him. Like, right. he's wet type joint. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm trust me. I am I fuck with Gronk. He's, like, he's definitely top few. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But just like every other top list is... Yeah, what you think? Subject. If you like fucking playoff nah. wins, nah, facts. Don't. Hopefully, stays around the game somehow. No, some type of entertainment. <laughs> sure, he will. No, he's yeah. Like Dax, I bet he'll be wrestling or yeah, he'll be in every other commercial. At yeah, least. he'll be doing like all kinds of shit. Yeah. Um, what else? What do we got in? What do we got going on in music? There's been a lot of sports news, not much music. Um, Big Sean is back. Yeah. Um, his birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday. Is that yesterday? Boy. Boy. He, uh, he's all in shape now. Did you guys see that? I didn't see that. You said he was jacked. Yeah, I saw I you say that in the thread, but I never he, saw it. Because he deleted everything on his Instagram. I, I, oh, he did? Until, That's what I was oh, on. Yesterday was uh, the first one, his first like, post. He was, like, working out in the driveway, and he had his shirt off, and he was, like, talking, you know, shit to the Not talking shit, but, you know, trying to motivate type of thing. Mm. And he was pretty damn jacked. So he's real big, Sean. That's what's up. Bigger Sean. He's still like five or whatever. He's <laughs> bigger, bigger Sean. That's the way, man. I mean, dude, I've been waiting for Big Sean to come back. I, I, know. I saw something today. Um, some Twitter account like Hip Hop by the Numbers or something said it's been like 782 days since his last solo project. I've always fucked with all Sean's music, really. I mean, it's good for just like any other music, the right situations. I mm, yeah. always like listening Normally to Normally you see it with like really bigger or bigger artists that they'll go that long without. It's just it that he's like, been so off the map. It like off, 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 off. Yeah, you don't see him on any social anything. media. You don't see him it like, feels like he's popping up on features. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I guess he had to get his shit right. His energy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at it, dude. <laughs> like, I think sometimes people go into that well a little, a, a lot, especially in yeah. artistry, and it's like. I look at it with a with a side eye sometimes because even like his, his quote of he said like it started to feel like a job and blah blah it's like yeah bro it is but with with him he's been around for so long mm-hmm. he has done a lot of work he blah, blah blah he doesn't seem like he he did anything in the meantime for like the camera and like for certain uh, yeah. so I I give him the benefit of the doubt like I I think he's just being straight up and it yeah. is what it is and I do think that is necessary in a creative landscape dude like you do lose that edge at some point mm-hmm. like dude you can't just keep putting yourself out there i talk to apollo about it sometimes just about how like dude i've been making music for 10 years like it is not as easy to go sit down and write a song as it was when i was 18 like yeah for sure it just isn't right. and so for him i i get and especially when you're in the public eye like that all the time yeah. i'm not mad at him no, especially with like because most of the shit has been about him and janae aiko mm-hmm. over the past couple years yeah and are they still together no, no. They, they broke up. But allegedly, he's with what the fuck, Ariana again? Did I make that I don't up? Know. What? Yeah, you better get the fuck out of that. She's like, that. that's that popping pop. That popping pop. Dude, she's the new Taylor Swift. Yo, yeah, she's almost as annoying. Oh, she does. I know. I, <laughs> that's why I said that. Almost as annoying. Like she dates whoever, and then they get fucking engaged after two days, and then she they break up. Wow. And then, <laughs> and then she makes songs about it, and everybody just eats that shit up. They're like, "Oh my god, she's going through such a tough time." Like, what? Well, no, the fuck, she isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Prove it. Dating that motherfucker for two days. Like, I need receipts. Let me see. Yeah. Well, if that's true, then you, someone's got to get to Big Sean and be like, "Bro, you have not found the energy, dude." <laughs> if this is involved, <laughs> get a different energy. He's trying to get that number one real Damn. quick. Eh, maybe that is the right energy then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm excited to hear what he's working on. He was in the lab with uh, ASAP that he posted on his Instagram, which I think that's a dope comment. Nice. Dope. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. I was um, trying to find that video, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I expect an album this year. That'd be nice. That'd be sweet, yeah. Should be a lot of good albums I this was year. just Wait, thinking that, too. Did he just have something come out? He was on a song on the radio. Sean? Yeah. It was a feature, but I can't think of who the song was by. 
damn, that's pissing hear. me off too. I never knew. Yeah, because I was like, wow, I haven't heard shit from him in a long time. Monty just sitting over there <laughs> watching the paint dry. <laughs> Thinking about it. Our researcher. <laughs> what? He's literally going, he was literally looking in the corner. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Dax. He's Mike. like, damn, I can't wait for this shit to be over. <laughs> Still going like this. <laughs> that's pissing me off. Um, no, nah, all right. Fuck it. Whatever, we don't need to know. I'm not that interested. Someone will shot. <laughs> what? Gasp. You're a hater. You aren't from Michigan. Big uh, Sean is in that, he's in that group with me. Drake, Big Sean, yeah. J. Cole, Kendrick, yep. Wiz, maybe. <laughs> like that were all similar Wiz age when we were when we were coming up, getting yeah. into music, all this shit. They were Wiz, the young cats. Sure. Yeah. And they're all and they all became established names. His yep. finally famous mixtapes were some of my favorite. Mm -hmm. As far as like, because that was around the Cushion OJ, yeah, those were dope realm, and I like the Final Fantasy mixtapes a lot. He was a spitter, like he was, yeah. he was one of those guys for me. Because when I first started, I was even more than I am today into like the clever bars and shit like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so Big Sean was always that guy of the group to me. Like yeah. J Cole was mad introspective. Drake could give you like everything, mm -hmm. um, and then like Wiz was the just smooth stoner shit. Yeah. But, but he was Wiz kind of always had it's funny that people hate on him now that he's gotten really like <coughs> poppy and mainstream to a certain point like he he's gone back but he went to a certain point where he kind of got yeah, there and he became yeah. a big pop star oh yeah um but he he's always had that influence even on his mixtapes mm -hmm. yeah like, but it was just well I don't know his early mixtapes he was just hard rap blunt yeah. smoke remember hit the flow out of show that's yeah, that was the go-to. I, I forget about all those songs. We used to drop into um, Wiz's "Hit the Flow" at some of our shows, and that shit went hard. 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 I don't know. I just, I guess, I just like the beats on Cushion OJ <laughs> so much that it's just, yeah, like he could have done said anything. That's any real. flows on those beats, and I would have been like, "Damn, this is the hot shit." That's real. Big Sean claimed he uh, coined the that basement flow, where it's like. Yeah, he did. And then Young Money took it and just ran that super was away. A long ass it. time ago that he claimed that, right? The super, yeah, because that was yeah, the because that super duper shit was super fire. I mean, I think he made it popular at that time, <laughs> right? I think he made it a thing at that time, but I don't think he's like the first person that's ever. But you know, how, that's how it is. Yeah, like me goes, and, yeah. And I'm not mad at it because, like, dude, realistically, I could do something completely like. I did it in my head. Right. I didn't like copy something else. Right. I do it right now and I'd be like, I started that shit and someone could go pull up something from 15 years ago and yep. be like, no, they did it first. Yeah. Okay, but I didn't know that and that was super innovative to me and now everyone else is doing it. Right. So that's why I'm not mad at like Sean saying that. I don't think, yeah, he is the, Luda, Luda had been doing stuff like that before. Oh, Luda's my But yeah. some people did that shit in a corny way after Big Sean though. Yeah, a lot of people. Fucking, yeah. it's going down basement. <laughs> Going down, I'm yelling timber. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot. Of There's still a few of those right now. Yeah. It's like, uh, what year is this? Drake has, uh, I think it was in Shut It Down. He said he had a line in there that he like cringes and wishes he wouldn't. Uh, uh, Bald chemo. It's the Onyx line. Um, Something about it come through and shut it down, Onyx. And he was like, <laughs> he was like pissed that he put it in there. I just remember hearing in some interview. Um, yeah, do you guys got anything more on the music front? I don't really. There wasn't a whole lot back. going on for me. Oh yeah, his What's label the said that? the label said that he's allowed to release the album now. Yeah, really, that's it. You can release the album. And he thanked Jay Z's Rock Nation. I saw in the headline. I didn't even read into it. Jay Z is coming through for everybody. Bro. Right. And not saying shit about it, but everyone else is like, right? Jay Z did that. That's the smart way to do press, bro. Let everyone else fucking Hope did that. Tell your shit. Somebody Damn. else was releasing. Got to go through too. that. <laughs> Like on the same front as Uzi, but I can't remember who now. That's a dope. Hove, like, that's a dope thing to do once you like are a made man. Boss up, like, help yeah. help some other people out that you, maybe you were in the same position as or whatever. Yeah, and for sure. yo, you have know. you been seeing? Um, have you been seeing <clears throat> Khaled promote Rick Ross's beard oil? No. <laughs> Rick Ross has a new, and you can put up probably on Instagram on Rick, I got you. on Rick Ross's Instagram. <laughs> Khaled is doing like these little skits for like he's funny to me, <laughs> like because he's Ross's so corny. beard oil, but it's dope because that's his boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's just and Rick Ross isn't like asking him to do. It, I don't think he's just. It seems like he's just doing it out of love, but it's really funny. And I would buy some, even though my beard's like 
Finisher, but yeah, like <laughs> this shit. There's another one where he's getting out of the car. <laughs> Killing it. How do I order? <laughs> Can't wait for another Ross project. Yeah, it should be soon. Like, I feel like people have been talking about that, but it never comes. You got a lot going on. No, for sure. I think I, I've always thought he's one of the better artist label heads. Mm-hmm. Like he's his own guy and he does his own dope shit. And he also does a good job of just repping for his, his dudes. Yeah. He doesn't seem to really have like bad business as far as Maybach goes. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems pretty happy. Like, and that's yeah. pretty tough to do with an artist like Wale under your label. Real shit. <laughs> that's one thing about like balancing it, like coaches, knowing your players, knowing your personnel, yeah. you yeah. know how they, how they move. Yeah. So he seems to do a good job. That, with that helps. Shit. Another one. Wasn't like back huh? in the day, wasn't he talking about, he tried to sign Wiz or something back in the day and made it like a really public thing, I think. But it was cool. Who they were was? like, Wiz was like, nah, he was I'm trying good. to sign Nipsey, I know, for was a while. Like, for real? Yeah. That would have been a dope combo. But Nipsey knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nipsey knew he had that foresight. That's right. Nipsey's a real one. Dude, I, was, I randomly came across on YouTube some college video from like a couple years ago. And that dude was saying, it was with like a bunch of random people like, um, Chris Brown, August Alsina, Nicki Minaj, Future, like they're all in the same song. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it, I don't I remember that shit, dude. He 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 had just a couple funny ass moments in that shit. And at one point near the end, he's talking to he's talking to one of the chicks, and he's like, I can't remember the word he used, but he just made up some word. It's like he was like, I'm just so like, I need to be worried about. Focusing, focusing, or something like that. <laughs> it was just like, but they they kept it in there, like, right? It's college, dude. I'm an innovator. He's hilarious. <laughs> He's funnier now than when he started. Yo, I hated him. So did I. He ruined every song that, that you enjoy, that you wanted to enjoy, because he's yeah. just screaming over the bag. Like no, he's his projects. He's like. He's basically a curator now, right? Yeah, brings artists. But together. just like you were saying about how he's many people were on that though. track, yeah. it's like. Yeah. Sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, for sure. It's on his albums. It's like you just mash everyone together. Yeah, I know. I I think Wild Thoughts is still one of like my least favorite songs ever. Well, they just it's because it's literally a beat you heard. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's because the original beat I heard was fire, and then the one his version or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That fucking guitar is so loud and high pitched, <laughs> and like it's too it's too on beat almost. It's like. Ding, 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 ding. And it fucking drives me insane. I hate it. Is it wild? He needs to put some swing on that shit. Right. It's like ringtone yeah. instead of like, like. Oh my god, this is awful. I didn't catch. I didn't. I didn't mind it, but I never understood how it got so big. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, mean, I guess the fucking Although just guess, the riff. Yeah, I mean people don't. Three, Dude, that, that reminds me because before we went live, you were talking about that song, um, the Cash Money song or whatever. Yeah. And it made me think, like, so often, whether it be with music or with TV shows now, everyone's just trying to bring shit back. Blah, 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 that was dope, two. Blah, 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 that was dope, three. Do you think that's always kind of been a thing that's happened, or is that new now, now that we have, like, Netflix and streaming services where we're just throwing everything out there and there's so many platforms to quote-unquote create that people are like oh here's a way to make money let me just go do it i think it's i think it's been a thing but just on a way smaller scale yeah you know like i'm sure people have been inspired by people in the past and you know kind of wanted to do like i'm sure just recently isn't the first time people have like remade art or something like that. no yeah right for sure just so much but now no you're right it's like everything everything there hasn't been as many platforms it's like it's the same beat and it's the same lyrics. Like you're just doing a cover song, dude. That, yeah. <laughs> like they used to like maybe use a line, yeah, from a song or something, you know, or like sample something a little bit of it. But now it's just like the like same the song, song reincarnated, dude. It's and I get pissed weird. too. And sometimes I, um, like, cause I, I've been on record for saying I wasn't some guy that was into music. Our parents weren't into music like that. Like I don't know a lot of the old stuff. So now sometimes I'll discover the old stuff after I've heard the new stuff and I'll be like, what the hell? This is completely unoriginal. Right. Like, yeah. dude, what's the one I just, uh, and I, I think I knew it at the time, but I just never researched it to realize how much it was. But, uh, 
uh, Forbidden Fruit, J. Cole, with Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's like just literally a, like a, a remix <laughs> yeah. like of another beat. Exactly. Like, bro, I don't understand that. I always thought like, okay, I love sampling. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I, the music I, the hip hop I came up on was sample heavy. Right. But it didn't just take a beat. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, I don't, first of all, I don't get how they can do that. Right. Money. I guess, but <laughs> even money. still, like, as long as you're paying somebody, right. like, yeah, I guess that's. And, and but why the approve. fuck would you do that? First of all, you just right. think it's gonna be that popular just because it is what it is, right? Probably, and I mean, and maybe, probably because the most people that hear it don't don't know exactly. Yeah, especially these days. Well, yeah, I guess that's the same shit as when you like used to hear mixtapes and people used to think those were Little Wayne songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like no, dude. Yeah. The fucking song that's out right now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where there's the difference between like, okay, if you want to, like you made a really popular movie and you want to make a sequel. Cool. Fine. Right. And yeah, a lot, most of the time they're not as good, but whatever. Like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or you met, you had a, one of your big albums was like super, and you make a second one and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Cool. But it's like you said, when you just use something else and call it two or, right. or don't even it's call dumb. it whatever. It's right. like, I don't know, man. That shit was they weird. do it because it's content driven now instead of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you, these streaming services are forcing you to come out with way more content than they used to. So, right. and the labels know that. Yeah, it's like just do the old shit. Yeah, that's easy. Well, just repackage and rebrand in the same way, and like just put it out and hope people don't notice. Mm-hmm. Like that. that's <laughs> true. I hate that. Chances shit. are, it probably won't. <laughs> right, Moti, give us the rundown of the uh, Apple event today. Dude, very, very. I heard a lot of. I saw a lot of hate on Twitter. Very boring. <laughs> it's like a credit card was one of the things. So they basically Dude, watched the fire festival. That was probably uh, the most. That was probably the most uh, impressive thing that I saw on there. They watched the fire festival doc and wanted to do Magnesis too. No, dude, it's actually <laughs> dope. Like I think that that'll be dope. Why? What, what is fire it like? Because they're actually. Know is it's like a. Ti- is it titanium? Yes. No. Okay. So that's yeah. not. That's not. And it doesn't have yeah, your card number on it. About? They're not really. They're not credit really card? focusing Apple came out on with credit card. Yeah. yeah. Apple came out with their own credit card today. The new status symbol. And uh, they're not focusing the on the physical. Launch? The physical end of it. Like they're trying to get people to use their Apple Pay shit with it. Mm-hmm. And they're like saying it's more secure, everything like that. But <clears throat> it's dope because they're trying to do it in the right way. As far as like their interest rate is like way lower than everybody else's. Um, they don't do any fees. They don't print like your, uh, number on the card or anything like that. Like you're, so you have to get it through the app, which is more secure than an actual card. And they give you, they give you like a breakdown of all your spending, like a budgeting app does. Mm -hmm. And then they automatically, uh, categorize everything in a way that's not, you know, like when you look at your credit card statement and they got those cryptic names. Oh, like yeah, yeah, buy yeah. it that sometimes you don't even really know what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. They use an algorithm to go out to the web, find what that actually means, and put it in there for you so that you actually know where you spent your money on. Lion's Den. So Dope. it's it's a bunch <laughs> of like shit that actually they were just like we're trying to do credit cards in a less shady way than most businesses, most banks do, and this is what we came out with, which was pretty cool to me. But but then everything else was just like a new news app. The streaming, uh, right? Is it Vox or whatever? They can't. They announced their Netflix killer today. What's that called? Apple TV Plus. Apple uh, TV. It's just a bigger, it's just a bigger Apple TV. It's an app. There's a, no, they're trying to come out with original content like yeah. Netflix. Like they're literally well. like trying to be dude. Netflix. The streaming. Someday I'm gonna oh, sit bruh. down and just dive into the streaming war, dude, and just do a bunch of research because that shit's getting nuts. Yeah, they is. got they got Oprah. They got uh, Steven Spielberg. They yeah. got. But like you even hear about how oh. You know, everyone knows how big of a thing Netflix is, but they're like, fu- they're fucking broke and they're like not making any money. And it's like, dude, it's just so weird because everyone's in a arms race for this, this streaming shit at this point to get people's data and to get people subscribed to a platform and then yeah. try to like cash in on things. And well, that's, that's the crazy thing about Apple though, is they're in a weird situation as far as like, because they're already so rich. And they, because they have a device in everybody. Yeah, because, yeah, technically Netflix is losing money. Like, they're not, because they've been a new company, like, they have they don't do anything else other than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apple has the money to just put into all this shit, and hope, they're hoping to kill somebody else yeah. mm-hmm. so that they become oh, the only do thing. Do you think, are you one of those people that thinks ever since Steve Jobs 
Apple's just kind of used their money and platform to leverage it and follow other people's lead because they used to be innovators, like big time. I go both ways on that. Cause I, I, I honestly think, yeah, sometimes that they should be innovating more, but other times I'm like, dude, like the iPhone's already dope. Why do they have to change it? True. Like it's dude, they have no reason to, it's still the number one smartphone in the world. Mm -hmm. Samsung keeps coming out with phones and they still can't compete. Yeah. Sales have slowed down because people are happy with their phones. Mm -hmm. They're not buying new phones because they don't break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they'll fucking figure out how to mess that up somehow. Oh, yeah. That's a problem for them. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. We got to make these things break a we little bit. We need easier. a new fucking <laughs> charger. They got the week. buttons. Don't y'all know? Well, yeah, they'll, they'll switch up like, the charger. They just hit the button in the warehouse. That's so, one of the no, things I do like, I do respect <laughs> about Apple, though, is they like they actually don't try to break things on purpose. <laughs> that's, they don't. Up for they, they innovate more like the charger thing. They have to, if you want more battery life, you have to upgrade your charger. Like, that's a thing that has to happen. And take it off when it's at 100%, everyone. Like, there's that certain helps. things that you have to change in order to innovate. Like, mm. removing the headphone jack. That's not breaking something. That's literally leaving more room internally for the phone for more important things. Yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never had things. some major, major problem with it. And there's normally always answers for things that seem so basic to a consumer. Like, they got more to deal with, I get. But... Like we talked about on a previous podcast, it's not just an Apple thing; it's a technology thing. It's just so annoying to like yeah. always. Oh, I just cop this. Oh, one year later, this the other thing that I want, I need an adapter for that doesn't exist yeah. anymore, and so yeah. I got to cop this whole new thing that's a thousand dollars. It's yeah. just ah, oh, it's fucking annoying. No, man. my dude Bishop came through and he said he needed a USB charger for something. He has an iPhone, I think, or I can't. He has so many fucking phones, but um, I'm like, yeah. Then he he gets there and he's like. Is it a USB C? And I'm like, no. I thought you said USB. He's like, I thought I said USB C. I thought you said USB C. <laughs> like, yeah, C. This is a USB. <laughs> There's, I don't know all this extra shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, I'm getting old as fuck. <laughs> right. But I'm like, not. I don't have an iPhone. I'm probably one of the two people on the earth. But I don't give a fuck. No, I think, dude. I not think doing it. I think there's there's plenty of people that that don't have iPhones that have like the Samsungs and stuff. I think at, we've gotten to a point now where from what I hear from Android users and stuff like that, they like them a lot, but I think it's just one of those things that once you're used to something now, you're just mm-hmm. used to it and yeah. you just kind of stick with it. Dude. The the argument is, is, and I've watched a lot of videos on this and honestly, the conclusion comes down to Android innov- innovates more. They have more features, but iPhones phone just works always. Yeah. And so that's why a lot of people end up choosing the iPhone is not necessarily because they're getting all the features out of it, but just because it just works better. Well, not to mention then when you're people like us, like I've got an Apple computer, you got an Apple computer, we got Apple computers in our studio, you got an Apple watch, like everything mm-hmm. just kind of goes together. Right. Like you're never going to just go get an Android phone then. Right. iCloud is like a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. Cause then you, and Android doesn't have anything like that. Yeah. I ground. I stay out the cloud. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Except me. So while I was trying to get up to date on topics uh today, I think it broke it well definitely it broke today, this mm-hmm. Michael Avenatti Nike thing. Yeah. Um apparently and someone correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't, you know, I only had so much time to look into this. But he basically he um, a coach of a high school like <laughs> team, maybe an AAU team or something, was his client, mm-hmm. and that team was sponsored by Nike. Mm-hmm. And Nike uh, withdrew their sponsorship or whatever for whatever reason. And I guess this coach told Avenatti that um, he's got some info on whatever scandal between Nike and high school amateur basketball players he's got dirt on him whatever Mm -hmm. so basically in a nutshell avenatti goes to nike with another lawyer who like his co-conspirator and says hey i've got this dirt on you i want i I think it was 1.5 mil yeah and i think that was for the coach right and then he told 30 he, yeah, he told Nike, I want you to put me and this other co-conspirator, the other uh, lawyer with him, on re- 
retain, and this is all just to get money, put us on retainer as your lawyers. And we're going to do this internal investigation into Nike, basically all bullshit, just an excuse for where this money's going. Yeah. And it'll be like basic. I think he said, yeah, 20 some million. Yeah. And, um, Nike basically from what it sounds like immediately hired their own attorneys. Yeah. Got him like recorded saying a bunch of this shit. Yeah. Avenatti today tweeted like, I'm going to have this big press conference tomorrow, whatever. And then like within the hour he was arrested. Yeah. And I think they have all this dirt on him that it sounds to me like they have some legit shit on him. Mm-hmm. He seems like a real greaseball. Just a dirt ass. Yeah. Yeah. I saw he tweeted I don't know anything during like him. the tournament, like a picture of, um, it, looked, it was like three basketballs and it had like Adidas on the front of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. it was like the whist. He's like, I'm about to drop some shit. Yeah. And he tagged <laughs> Nike in yeah. on Twitter. No. Yeah. yeah. I think, dude, <laughs> dude, I think <laughs> they said that was like during, because he was trying to exactly. extort him. It was, yeah. He said exactly what you said, said it was on meant Twitter. For, one, for Nike to hear. Like he put it out right. for everyone, but it was for Nike. Right. Like, yeah. Here's your fucking last chance. He said, I'm, I'm oh holding a God. press conference <laughs> at Nike, uh, and I'm going to break all the big news about the amateur basketball situation or whatever the wording he used, and he tagged Nike, and I was like... Yo, the craziest thing to me was how fast this entire thing went. Yeah. It started, like, Two a days couple ago. days ago. <laughs> right. And then, like, FBI and everything get, gets involved, and, like, this shit's over right now. Yeah. It's that, the, like that's probably the way to do it. Like well, hire your shit you, and get him on. But that's the thing is like before he with knows a company even what's like going on. with a company like Nike, right? It's like they have so much power. Yeah, dude. I was just money. gonna. I was literally just gonna say you. You're not gonna overpower them, dude. Like, and, and the FBI's love. like, all right, we're on it right now. We're on the way here. Yeah. We're outside. And that's the thing with Nike. Like this is probably gonna turn into a good thing for Nike, even if Avenatti can prove. Yeah. That whatever he had was real, and that's separate from this case. But mm-hmm. even if, oh, like there were Nike employees doing whatever with this college coach and these high school right. players, whatever, Nike's going to look good because they're basically saying, okay, like we want to get to the bottom of that too. We're not going to be extorted. Like right. we'll deal with that right. issue. Exactly. And people, and as far as PR, people are going to be like, okay, word, fuck it. And Nike's going to move on. It's a massive company. Yeah. Yo, that coach is getting paid 72 racks. Um, Nike thing. Something was like it the coach or was that the, the contract that was like the deal? Yeah, I don't know that that went to I, the coach. I thought it though. did go. Did it? Because when they said, I'm like, well, that makes sense because no one else can get paid. <laughs> so I thought I thought they had a deal with the coach. It could be, could be. like just like uh, Duke, like Coach K has a Nike deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I thought that coach had a deal with, but Nike but the school sports. has a Nike deal too. Like the players don't wear a bunch of Nike because <laughs> Coach K has a Nike deal. Right, but I think Coach K has also like right. For I know sure. Nike, and I mean, you're saying like you're Michigan saying the 72 was the coach's deal, right? Like be, he's yeah. getting cashed out 72 racks, which sounds great, and he didn't want to lose that shit. Exactly. <laughs> but he's like, the dude's like, I can get you 1.5. All right, stupid. And like they, dude, yeah. they they had details. Like I read some of the indictment and stuff, and they had details like Avenatti with that whole internal investigation. Like Nike asked for more details on that, and he's like, oh, it'll. You can make yourselves look good because it'll look like it's self-reported and blah, blah, blah. So whatever we find, it'll be your internal findings. Like you called this on yourself, blah, blah, blah. It's like, there's so much grimy shit that goes on, Jeez. dude. Like you, yeah. I can't, like there's shit that like this, that happens and actually like companies Works. that don't do what Nike right. do. And they're like, right. oh, well, fuck, we'll pay you off. And mm-hmm. you got some dirt on us and everybody. He literally said something on one of the recordings. Like we, you can, oh, Nike was like, Somehow Nike came back with, we want to take care of this even faster, whatever. Like, let's pay just a lump sum, whatever. And and Avenatti came back and was like, 22.5 mil, like, right now. And we ride off into the sunset. God. Like, dude, you are such oh a greaseball. Yeah, That's like a movie line. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. For some whole thing stupid like ass thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so for people that aren't familiar, here's one of the, like, it's just a short, like, a paragraph quote that can kind of show you what what this dude's saying in these, he goes, I'm not fucking around with this and I'm not continuing to play games. You guys know enough now to know you've got a serious problem and it's worth more an exposure to me to just blow the lid on this thing. A few million dollars doesn't move the needle for me. I'm just being really frank with you. So if that's what, if that's what being, if that's what's being contemplated, 
then let's just say it was good to meet you and we're done. And I'll proceed with my press conference tomorrow. I'm not fucking around with this thing anymore. So if you guys think that you know, we're going to negotiate a million five, a million five, and you're going to hire us to do an internal investigation, but it's going to be capped at three or five or seven million dollars. Like, let's just be done. And I'll go and I'll take $10 billion off your client's market cap, but I'm not fucking around. <laughs> For the record, this guy was also Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Yeah. That's his how his name got even. I think his co-conspirator, I can't remember his name, but he's Jussie's lawyer. Oh my god. It's just like a bunch of greasy shit, dude. dude. And then and then you got like I because I saw that um Stormy Daniels, while her shit with Trump was going on, had some comment like super bigging up Avenatti or whatever. Like, it's like watching a fucking masterpiece be painted to watch him work, whatever. And now she just comes out uh-huh. and says something like complete opposite. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not surprised by this and blah, 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 blah. It's like, cause she didn't win. People will fucking say whatever, dude. And that's yeah. why it's so hard, I'm man. Like you want to take people at face value, but you, you cannot, man. <laughs> it no. sucks. But the proof is in the pudding. Dude, he had some other like crazy shit. I was reading the indictment. Like, I don't know why he thought that the phone conversations weren't going to be recorded. That's some dumb shit. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to try to hold up Nike, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Come on. You should be walking on eggshells, like, bro. When you call to pay bills, they're like, this is about to be recorded just in case. All right. Man, you about to try to extort somebody? <laughs> Nike? And you're like, <laughs> just talking shit. Yeah, I'm not fucking around. Lawyers. Send me my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really professional. It sounds good. <laughs> oh, he, yeah. Here's another fucking grimy dude, and it, it sheds some light on like some of the bullshit that happens behind closed doors in some of these things. He goes, um, "This is in their. I think this is in their meeting, um, like the last meeting they had. The Nike lawyers and him and his co-conspirator. He was like, I just want to share with you what's going to happen if we don't reach a resolution. Um." I'll, I'll just read the uh, Avenatti. Then punch you guys in the face. <laughs> <Adidas>. <laughs> as soon as this becomes public, I'm going to receive calls from all over the country from parents and coaches and friends and all kinds of people. This is always what happens. And they're all going to say, I've got an email or a text message or now 90% of that is going to be bullshit because it's always bullshit. 90% of the time, always, whether it's R Kelly or Trump, the list goes on and on, but 10% of it, is actually going to be true. And then what's going to happen is that this is going to snowball. And every time we got more information, that's going to be the Washington Post, the New York Times, ESPN, a press conference. And the company will, he goes, the company will die. Not die, but they're going to incur cut after cut after cut after cut. And that's what's going to happen as soon as this thing becomes public. And it shows how much <laughs> of a fu- there is the media. <laughs> Dude, thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. It shows how much of a fucking greaseball he is. And how so much of this shit can be so fucking weird. But it's like we say with a lot of these things. When I read that, you know who I fucking blame? Yeah. New, New York Times, exactly. ESPN, Washington <laughs> yes, Post. Exactly. Because he just tells them this shit and they go run with it. Exactly. And then exactly. what do we as just people that have better shit to do with our lives, we read your article and we take it for what it is. Right. You're the journalists who are supposed to be vetting this shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, and they just take it and run with it regardless of whether it's 90% bullshit. Or like, not. dude, the yeah. co-conspirator with Evan, I keep forgetting his name, but he's, he was, uh, he's Jussie's, he was Michael Jackson's lawyer. Like, dude, I, yeah, I guarantee you in these high profile cases, you do get like tons of people calling in with, oh, this happened to me now, this happened to right. me now, this happened to me. And you can just go run to the press and they're like, oh, here yeah. we go, type it out, send it out. The thing oh, yeah. that's so annoying about that too is that nothing happens no. if they're just wrong. And they right. report all this shit and they start this big story and then it comes out that that's not true. Like, nothing happens to them. I mean, yeah. all they gotta say is, I heard, a right. source told exactly. me. So yeah. it's like... Our sources said this. Yeah, like, I, that's, you I'm just telling you what they said. They should get, I don't know, yeah, dude, I know. Make some kind of but that's the thing is, that. they get they, gotta, they get rewarded for these because exactly. the people that they work for, that's all they need is mm-hmm. just put the story out. We need to get clicks. We need, and that's the problem, yeah. dude. That used to not be the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it used to not be the race for a click, dude. Yeah. If your story gets proven false, you have to donate like two million dollars to cancer research. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, 
No, it do is something dude, better. I mean, with technically, your they money. get sued. But yeah, well, I know. Like, but that's, it's it's never uh, what's the but word? a lot like, of times it's like just some negotiated settlement, like, right? It's never redemption for the other person. No, like right. they have to they have to live with that as the public perception exactly. for the rest of the. It's their not lives. like ESPN goes right. back to ESPN's like, we were sorry, we're wrong about this, and makes it right so other people know yeah. that they just don't say anything about. It. So most of the people don't know about that. That they right. got sued, and this dude's right. still a piece of shit. And dude, and people can get rich right. off of fame now. Like, dude, they were talking about Avenatti. Like, someone figured out how much money he made based off of like media exposure over all his fuck. Like, they said he was on CNN like seventy five times in two months. Like, what? Yeah, well, I think it was during the Stormy Daniels shit. And it's like, oh, yeah. um, but dude, you even think about people that then come forward with the bullshit when you put it all in the media, it gives them even more incentive because oh, yeah. even if you don't get your money in a lawsuit, you might be able to flip some of the exposure you got into money just because of how fucked up our society is. So right. like, yeah, you look at some of these cases, like, like I said, the one lawyer was, you know, Michael Jackson, whatever. Yeah. There are probably tons of people that came forward and said, Oh, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't mean that a hundred percent of them aren't true, but it could be 90% of them aren't true and 10% right. of them are true. And 10% is enough. We don't need the other 90%. Mm -hmm. to prove some fucking point right but it's exactly. it's these individuals just trying to get over on the system and it waters it down for everybody else yep yeah on that 90 10 split you was just talking about it was way easier than what he was talking about oh yeah i'm like what <laughs> but 10 percent is not right but 90 percent isn't right but 10 90 percent all the time 90 percent like, works 60 percent of the time dude this dude time. was talking about running for president yeah i know and had people behind him yeah. oh my god dude and this dude is a sleaze ball. Shit, look yeah. what we got right now. Shit. Golly, oh. man. People get behind anybody. People are willing to be <sighs> led. I saw a freaking Eric Badu quote. 85, she said there's a theory like 85% of people are willing to be led. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got uh, a lot of math on I this show. Yeah, say, I, like, I got to get out of this. 10% of the people are creators <laughs> and like inventors and innovators. Mm. And then 5% of the people are observers. And like, so the 5% of the people see everything that's going on. But so then like when the 5% of people try to say something like the 10%, like that, they don't want Holy they shit. don't want it to mess it up. Whoa, where's the ten percent? You know where's the ten percent come from? The ten percenters, the ten percenters oh. are running shit because eighty five percent of people are willing to be led. Yeah, I do think we live in a time where journalists have more responsibility than they've ever had, and it's probably tough. Like we talked about on a previous podcast, it's tough to verify information, man. Dude. Like fuck, there's so much false information out there. It's tough to verify, but you are a journalist. Yo, the, right, exactly. the thing is though is. Who is their responsibility to? You would think it would be to get the truth out, but their responsibility is to their employer. And it shouldn't be. It should be to the people. Right. But but because it's not But I get that person. Yeah. If, right. if I'm no, at a, yeah. if I'm at a job and someone says, Hey, go get me this story. Well exactly. the, like, the catch twenty two is money makes the world go around. So right. it's it you can't be to the public unless, Dude, unless and like, that's, you own your own shit. And that brings us full circle to why that shit is dying and podcasts and that shit is on the come up because right. those people aren't beholden to yeah. fucking well, the large corporations. Everyone's just like, well, if these journalists are going to just be regular ass information that could be true or couldn't be true, I might as well listen to somebody I actually enjoy listening to. Right. Right. And you someone know. that's thinking for themselves and exactly. not, you know, <sighs> media it's easier to be led. People want to be led. Sheep. Is what we call them. Well, I think that's all I got. We got a uh, big baller brand breaking up. Yeah. R.I.P. You what? know what's crazy I'm about that? Never lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, uh, Lavar's friend, who was actually went to prison for fucking so embezzling money, out. Alan Foster. Alan Foster. Uh, apparently, he got one point five of Zoe's money. So Zoe's like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. It sounds like they. They started working with this financial advisor or whatever, and the guy was like, hey, you have 1.5 unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. And LeVar was like, oh, I'll handle it. And then, like, months went by, and nothing got handled. And apparently this financial advisor wrote some statement and, like, stopped working for the balls and basically wrote a statement that, like, hey, I got into this to help. Like, I don't know if it was athletes or, like, he even, I think he even specifically said, like, black whatever he... 
seemed like he had a real conscientious mission mm -hmm. that he wanted to help people and mm -hmm. have them not be in situations where they're getting taken advantage of. Right. And it was clear that these guys were, but weren't doing anything about it. And so he got out, mm -hmm. but then long story short, I think Lonzo kind of took the, the reins and was like, started working with this guy again. And was like, it, it sounds like, I don't know. LeVar might have a, some shit to answer for. Like it wasn't him that took the money, right? But, but he, it was like his friend, and he didn't like wasn't active about stopping it. And right, yeah, I, I guess they got it, the emails like in October or something. He just was like responded, just started like, doing some yes, shit last like, week or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, so I don't so know. That's, I hope that it doesn't like fuck with, with the, like, family. the family. Exactly. Yeah. The, all the other shit is whatever. Yeah, and but. it sounds like Lavar's saying the right things. Like I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna figure it out. And blah blah. But it sounds like Big Baller Brand might be yeah a wrap. We should get some of that water. Water. Oh, which which led me to uh, one of my somebody agreed with me. I think I said this on like one of our first podcasts because it cracked me up. But somebody um, goes, if you ask me what I will primarily remember from the Big Baller Brand era, my answer is this. And then he posts this thing. <laughs> it's a quote from an email I think he got. This company does not offer refunds. Um, I purchased two items and was told there would be a one to two week delay. I've been waiting six weeks now. And when I asked why it was taking so long, I was called a small baller. <laughs> At this point, I believe they have decided to steal my money. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yo, imagine us getting an email about like a merch product that, hey, it's been six weeks since I ordered this shit. You're a small baller. <laughs> you spectate from too far away, man. Come a little closer with big ballers at, man. You get it when you get it. <laughs> God. Small baller, damn! Like your your business is just not gonna last doing shit like that. Well, that's, that's dope. I bet it was old boy on the emails too. Shit. Yeah, probably. He's like, I got your no, money, that's, bro. That's Lavar on the keyboard. <laughs> Come <For> on, sure. <laughs> for sure. 100%. We know that. <laughs> All right, that was episode fifty-eight. Yeah, we'll see y'all for fifty-nine. Yay! Go green. Let's get it this week.